Fraser Coast Hit 101.9. It's Mac, Dr. Carl with us. Dr. Carl's got the answers. Uh, sometimes my daughter asks me things, Dr. Carl. I don't always know the answers. Uh, this is your forte. So uh, is it all right if I start with these questions that my uh, daughter, Ella, who's five, she's in prep, uh, pre-recorded for you? Ah, but if she's a five-year-old, the questions might be so deep that the answer might be, I don't know. Let's give it a go. <laughs> all right, let's go for it. Hi, Dr. Carl. My name's Ella. Where do potatoes come from? I'm not asking where they come, like, from the plants. Where they first come from? From South America. And we've got about 5,000 different varieties of potatoes in all different colours and shapes and sizes. And when the Spaniards went there in to South America and hit the gold, they travelled over the potatoes they weren't worth anything. But today, the value of the world's potato crop is worth more than all of the gold that the Spaniards ever took out of South America. And in Ireland, they had, out of the 4,000 different varieties of potatoes, 4,000, they had only two varieties in Ireland. And so in, in 1800s, they had the great, terrible potato famine. And there were social factors as well, and the British invading the country, all that sort of stuff. And the country dropped its population from about 8 million to about 3 million, and it still has not today got back to what its population back was back then in the 1800s. Wow. Wow. Yeah, so potatoes are a good food, they're part of the package, and they come from South America. Thank you, Dr. Ella, very good question. All right. Well, why do the stars shine so bright? Probably they get moon power from the moon. <laughs> okay. Ah, very good. So the way that the sun and the sun as a star get their power is that they burn. They don't do chemical burning, and you learn about this. They do nuclear burning. And every second, our sun burns 620 million tonnes of hydrogen. Not 620 tonnes, 620 million tonnes of hydrogen every second. And it's so big that it's been doing this for billions of years, and it'll keep on doing it for a long time to come. And the stars all shine at some stage in their life because they burn hydrogen, to give you helium plus energy. And finally, to finish off, we're trying to get fusion energy, which is what that is, mm. on Earth. And if we can, we'll have lots of energy. But at the moment, we still haven't quite got it right. We're working on it. And finally, we need fusion engines so that when you grow up, you can fly around the solar system in a fusion-powered rocket, not at a lousy 15 kilometres a second, but 3,000. Wow. That's pretty cool. All right. This one gets pretty deep, Dr. Carl. How did the Easter Bunny come to this world? Like, did you, like, get a magical fairy maker? Or who made her? And who made Santa? And who made Santa's wife? Who made the two fairies? Who made the two fairies' husband? Like, who made everything? Who created this world? Uh, okay, firstly, Santa is real, Superman is real, and the Easter Bunny is real. Okay. Now, we've got that out of the way. Secondly, um, <laughs> there have been a lot of feasts in the northern part of the world mm. where you have most of the land. So if you look at a map of the world, mm. you see the equator, most of the land is in the northern part of the world, on the northern side of the hemisphere, the northern hemisphere. And so we have all of these feasts. And over there, you shift out of winter into spring, mm. and life comes out, and 
you know, bunnies, rabbits make lots and lots of little babies. Yeah. So we've celebrated the Easter bunny with this big festival of, hey, we're out of winter and the snow's oh. gone, and now we're going into life. Now, on our side of the equator, it's the other way around, but we still celebrate the bunny. And it was the Germans who realised that it was the Easter bunny who was the really good um, harbinger, the, the messenger of life. And of course, eggs are a good sign of life. You're thinking, hey, how are you tied together, Jesus? and bunnies yep. and eggs because they're all related to a new life coming out. Ah, yes, new life. And um, what about who made everything? That's what she wanted to know as well. We don't know. It starts off with the Big Bang. So we're very confident that about 13.8 billion years ago that suddenly the Big Bang happened. We don't know what was there before. We do not know. And then at certain time intervals after that, we're very confident that certain things happened. Like, we know that the first atoms came into existence, full atoms, at around 380,000 years of age, that the first stars started firing at 280 billion years of age. And we know that, you know, a whole lot of things happened, but what came before that, we're still working on it. But give us time. We've only been really thinking about this since Galileo had his telescope and found the four orbiting Jupiter. So I think we've done fairly well for four centuries' work. That's it. I thought if I ever get stuck, I'd just play this to her. I don't know how accurate that song is. <laughs> it's not a bad start. And also Monty Python have a lovely version as well. <laughs> there you go. And Dr. Carl, I'm just going to finish with this. Thanks, Dr. Carl. Oh, thank you, Dr. Ella, and I'd be very happy to talk to your school in a science class over the internet, either in class together or in lockdown individually via Zoom. So just go to my webpage, drkarl.com, D-R-K-A-R-L.com, and we do free science talkbacks for schools all around Australia every Wednesday afternoon. So I look forward to talking with you, Dr. Ella. Oh, she'd absolutely love that. Dr. Carl, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. Thank you very much, Dr. Mack. 